0: Hey it's me, David Webb and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. I don't know about you, but in all of this I really needed that last segment with Peter Morisi. I really did. Yeah, we took on a serious issue. And then with somewhat of a twisted humor approach, other serious issues. We need that. We need to breathe. The country needs to breathe. This is—we're in such a frenetic period that you can sometimes forget there's other life around you, other things, other in, not everything. So hyper-focused. Jonathan, Tennessee, eight-six-six-nine-five Patriot, go ahead.
1: Hey, David. Uh, I just wanted to impeachment. I feel like this. whole impeachment is a distraction so the american people will just look at this and not look at the, the failings of the Biden administration and and the radical agenda that they're trying to push through so they're you know while everybody's looking at this impeachment they're pushing all this crazy shit through and trying to pull a fast one on the american people that's what i think and uh and I to well, politicians to can
0: multitask about. when they need to get their ideology and agenda done. That is uh, kind of one of the rules in Washington, Jonathan. All right, Jonathan, i got to keep this one short because I want to get to my next guest, but I want to get you in there. Ken Cuccinelli uh, joins me now, no stranger to the show, and someone who have, we have relied on for accurate information uh, from... Uh, homeland security when it came to immigration issues issues with china other policy issues now a visiting fellow at the heritage foundation and they're assembling an all-star team by the way uh adding ken cuccinelli who's on the line with me mark morgan and chad wolf as new fellows so congrats sounds like uh sounds like the team is uh up in its game ken good to have you here
1: Maybe it's always good
0: to be with you. You know, I I say the team, but important to this is the background. Before we mm-hmm. get to some of the issues, you know, pulling together the right people on policy to assess, uh, you know, to, to look at the things for what they are, the complexities and the necessities of policy, uh, something that is too often sorely lacking when it comes to a lot of issues facing this nation.
1: Yeah, well... It's easy to get lost in a lot of the um, heated, passionate rhetoric, and there are good reasons to be passionate about many of these issues, but you still have to think, you still have to get it right. You still have to then implement it. You know, um, uh, way back when I'm an official geek engineer, I was a patent lawyer and 97%, this is an old statistic. I assume it's still roughly true. 97% of all patents never get used. And a lot of inventors think, oh, gosh, I invented it. and Now the money will roll in. No, no, no. Execution is absolutely critical. So, you know, it's one thing to have policy ideas like we did in the Trump administration, but then implementing them is very challenging. On the other hand, just ripping things out is easy. Abandonment is easy. Um, one of my favorite my apologies to all your French listeners. One of my favorite French jokes is uh you see the French army rifle on, on eBay. Uh, it was a great deal. Never fired, dropped once. You know, surrender is easy. Abandonment is easy, and that's what the Biden administration is doing with respect to national security at the border and on immigration. So it's uh it's very uh very sad to see. It's very destructive to America. And um, most especially to poor Americans um, who have the hardest time competing to raise their wages. And now that labor pool is being illegally expanded massively to make it all the harder for them to make more money, um, even when they desire to do so. And, of course, the same people who are giving us these open borders, David, are also out there screaming for a $15 an hour minimum wage. It's completely illogical. You want to get to a $15 an hour minimum wage, then enforce immigration law and let poor people bid up their own value to businesses in a tighter labor market. That's good for poor people, American poor people, instead of being the welfare provider to the world, which is what the Biden program uh, does for us. And and
0: as you and I have talked about before, you know, it's combination of factors all too often. We look at what's going on right now out of the Biden administration, taking what you just said. uh, We look at an oversupply of labor, more illegal aliens competing with lower wage workers in this country. As the open border policies continue, Uh, the number I got yesterday from your colleague, uh, Laura was about 80,000 in January uh, coming across the southern yeah. border. But others, the ones that are here, and all the costs and resources that go with that, including now the change in policy to end deportation. So this is a multi-pronged approach to increasing the problem. There, I can't think of another way to put it.
1: Yeah, no, this is all very intentional. Um, now, of course, they're going to have to deal with the problem arriving. And um, unfortunately, uh, I'll just tell you now, there's only one way they can deal with it, and that's letting everybody go. Um, This is going to be catch and release en masse with a pandemic going on. So
0: with with the pandemic and you know you you were recently there uh, we saw some adjustments uh from a security perspective but also a health security perspective in immigration it's something we don't often talk about and most people i think don't pay attention to it but even with legal or illegal immigration there is a health component when you consider who should be coming into this country
1: yeah well no question and um You'd think we'd be more sensitive now than ever, and we literally have a president who has given us what I'll call the most insensitive, and by insensitive, I mean unconcerned about America, insensitive policies in the history of the United States. Uh, I mean, it's just extraordinary. It is foolhardy um, and very dangerous um, and, and destructive. Like I said, the first people hurt and the people hurt the worst are American poor people. And uh, that's uh, that's a very sad place to be, and especially barely a year removed. The end of 2019, we hit the lowest poverty level in recorded history, 10.4%. That did not happen by accident. That happened because of deregulation, because of tax cuts, and because of the enforcement of the rule of law that allowed poor people to improve their lot, Um, and you don't have to have liked Donald Trump. Plenty of people didn't, but his policies helped American poor people more than any other president. A lot of people have a hard time accepting that, but if you can divorce yourself from the Trump derangement syndrome long enough to ask the question, how did we get to 10.4% poverty rate? I mean, you don't stumble into an accomplishment like that. Uh, That's a correct set of policies taking hold and having a positive impact on poor people in this country. And um, and the immigration practices of enforcing the law was part of it. And President Biden has cast that aside, throwing American poor people under the bus.
0: Yeah, you know, when you think about the overall poverty rate, which has been around 14 to 15 percent since the war on poverty began in the Great Society, you know that's just a remarkable turnaround. And you're right; it takes time and combined policies, combined efforts, uh, to get there. Such as we saw out of HUD with the Opportunity Zones, uh, the Envision Center approaches, bringing people out of poverty, changing the AMI. I know we're getting a little into the weeds here, but that's what you do as a visiting fellow at heritage yeah. now is getting to the weeds. Let's talk about the legal weeds because with all these executive orders by the by uh now President Biden, uh we saw Texas fight back initially. Uh they got a 14-day temporary restraining order that I think is about due for court this week uh for the next round, but how how do you know whether it's uh the Congress or other uh, states or states, for that matter, fight back effectively from a legal perspective against these executive orders?
1: Well, I mean, one way is uh, people like Ken Paxton, the uh, all-star attorney general of Texas, um, they bring suit because it hurts their states um, and violates the law. Um, uh, the, that 100-day pause, so, so-called pause on deportations, the statutes, the laws say ICE's job is deporting people, so uh, obviously illegal aliens. But um, uh, Ken Paxton sued; he got a stay of that, um, a stay of a stay, <laughs> a stay yeah. of that order, if you will, and um, that was recently extended um, by a judge in Texas. But that, but the problem with that is, if you're in ICE and you're leading ICE um, the agency that does deportations, you know, you're going to live with this president. So a court may say you have to deport people, but you're kind of caught between, you know, your, your boss and the court. Um, and you can bet Alejandro Mayorkas doesn't care about, um, the con- many of the human concerns here. He is hell bent on pushing the radical immigration agenda on behalf of President Biden. And um, that's what's that's what's going to happen um, under this administration, uh, absent court restraint. So people like Attorney General Paxton, the, uh, other attorneys general, I expect to be on the front lines of defending the states and America against some of these illegal policies. There are some things, hey, elections have consequences. They get to do some things. But they have to do them within the boundaries of the law. And not obeying the law isn't one of their options.
0: Yeah, And maybe the problem is they do them within the boundaries of or outside the boundaries of ideology and not within the boundaries of law, as you've just described. Uh, you know, when, it, when we hear things coming out of the Biden administration, uh, like, you know, it may cause undue stress to continue deportations. It ignores the stress you're talking about on the economy, on the community, on the people and the resources that are needed. And, and to that point, Ken, on resources, uh, there seems to be an effort underway to under-resource as in number of beds, uh, ice budget, funding. I mean, this this is a combined attack. It's not an approach. It's an attack on an immigration system and two agencies you have DHS and ICE combined that are being being pressured to not do their jobs in many ways
1: oh no question about it and, and that's so i mean look at the obama administration remember the 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 invention of guidance documents i mean they came up with a whole new i'll call it a legal tool it was really to sidestep existing law and In terms of what you described, David, they'll they'll absolutely pressure the people that are there. Well, look, we you know, the court has said we have to keep deporting people. We'll slow it down. Use smaller planes, Um, spread out the trips. Uh, You know, that's what you're going to see. Those kinds of orders are going to come down. And um, and will Texas be able to get discovery on all of that? You know, I don't know. Uh, But uh, um, we'll. uh, we'll have to see we'll have to see but thank goodness there are people heroes like ken paxton out there who are willing to fight
0: yeah those are our domestic issues but we will be covering a lot of the international issues uh that that arise out of this and other countries and how they deal with us becomes a part of this we have a lot more to discuss in the future unfortunately this is the end of this segment but uh congratulations on uh, your new position, and uh, we need it. So great to have you there. As uh, that increased team down at Heritage.
1: Well, uh, I'm happy to stay engaged in the policy discussion. And David, it's always good to be with you.
0: Thank you, Ken Cuccinelli, former Deputy Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, now a visiting fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Thanks, Ken. Talk to you soon. We have a lot more on our plate as this administration marches forward with its ideological agenda 866-95-PATRIOT-957-2874 i'll be right back you can join me live on the david webb show monday to friday nine to noon east on sirius xm
1: patriot 125